Welcome back to another NFN. That means not for nothing. Yeah, it does. With your host, as as usual, every time, mostly every time. Mostly every time. Chris and Chris. Yeah. Chris, you got a monologue for us this week or no? I don't. God damn it. No. I really liked the monologue. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't tell, actually. Well, how would you tell I didn't get any good feedback it, on social media about oh, it, so. Oh, yeah. No, I thought it was great. We should, we'll pull the, pull the audience. Uh. Let's pull right now. Uh, audience, would you would you prefer... The Call in with your opinions. Yeah, just tell me. Just tell me. Because yeah, uh, yeah, obviously you can't tell me. Yeah. Uh, just tell me if you liked the monologue from last week, which was about the only time I let Chris talk yeah, all of last right. week. That's why I tried it. <laughs> You're like, I'd like to get a word in edgewise. I'd like edgewise. to get a, maybe 30 good seconds in. Yeah, yeah sorry about that. I really, no. I really took over the, um, took the show by the reins. No, I don't think you did. Did you? I didn't feel like you did. Okay, good. But maybe I'm so used to it, I just don't even pay It could realize. be. You know what? That's our thing. <laughs> it is. Deal with it, America. Yeah, just a little bit of podcast abuse. Yeah. Take it. Take it. You like it. You're going to take this. You take it. Um, how's your week been, Chris? It's, been, start wo- there. it's been wonderful. Pleasant trees? Pleasant oh, trees? So great. You were just telling me you like you, you just finished season one of The, the Good Life. Good place. Whatever. The good wife. <laughs> it's your favorite show. You the, the good, good wife. wife. <laughs> the good wife. I thought you were talking about the good wife. I was like, what? I don't yeah. remember Ted Danson being on that show. Like Christine Baranski. Uh, uh, I don't know. Is she on uh, that? Is that the good wife? I don't fucking I don't know. know. I'm, I, I'm, too, <laughs> I'm too male to know. <laughs> I'm too much of a show. I got too much testosterone, Chris. <laughs> yeah. I can't be watching shows with the word uh, wife and good. Yeah. Jesus. If it was like. The sexy wife. Maybe. You want me to be in the kitchen watching it? Yeah, doing dishes. Yeah, then I'd be the good wife. <laughs> oh wait, I, I, I kind of am the good wife. I am the good wife. <laughs> I know. We as, both as are. As soon as I said it, I realized I'm the good wife. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that, Chris. No, I sang, not in this day and age. I sang a song this morning. We're also soy boys. My, apparently, soy boys. Yeah. What's a soy boy? It's apparently it's a slang term for not being man enough. So oh. like soy, you know, you eat and drink soy products. It gives you tits. <laughs> no. Well, maybe. I don't know. It does. Science hasn't maybe proven that yet, but they will. It gives you tits. Uh, especially Trump scientists. Did you know that almond milk is man milk? Oh, yeah, it is. It's man milk. Mm. doesn't give you tits. Made from nuts. There you go. <laughs> soy boys. Soy boys. I don't like soy, though. I do like tofu. Yeah, I'm not, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't really try soy much. I gotta stop talking like Bill Maher. It's really <laughs> I don't good. hear it. Okay, good. Yeah. That's all I hear in my head. It's but, not, I don't think you're anywhere close to okay, it. Okay, good. Yeah. All I hear is Bill Maher, when I, like, drag out a, a word, like, mm. I'm like, oh, I'm like, Mar. <laughs> Mar. <laughs> is that how he refers to no his own role. name? Mar. Yeah, that's not... Good, I, yeah, thank I don't you. think that's Bill Maher. It's just me? Yeah, I think it's just you. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm doing a great it's me It's you doing you, <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you heard my Chris Amundsen? <laughs> it's fantastic. It's spot it's on. spot on. It's actually... Qu- I, it's I, actually scary. It's actually Jay Moore doing Chris Amundsen. It's not just Chris <laughs> Amundsen. <laughs> it's Jay Moore doing Bill Maher doing you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jay Moore... <laughs> Doing uh, Christopher Walken, yeah. who's his best impersonation, right. doing Bill Maher, right. 
Doing Chris Amundsen. <laughs> That's my Chris Amundsen. <laughs> Which you think is Bill Maher. Well, Bill Maher's in there. Yeah. No, I know. I know. It He's makes all there. sense now. It makes total yeah, sense. Yeah, it makes total sense, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's why I think my voice sounds like Bill Maher. Okay. All right. And because I get to say the N-word whatever I feel like. Yeah. Because my wife's white. Right. My wife's a doctor. <laughs> Doctor privilege, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I definitely have some doctor privilege <laughs> now that my wife's been a doctor for three whole months or whatever it is. When does she get the license plate with the MD on them so she can park wherever she wants? When is she gonna get them for the fucking Corvette? That's what I want to. Yeah, know. seriously, you gotta get them for the Corvette. I mean, if I could just pull up anywhere in the Corvette, yeah. I would dri- I'd drive that car into the ground into the city. I yeah. just dri- I drive. And like- people are like, oh, you're a doctor. You're like, no, my wife is, so I can still park here. Though. <laughs> yeah, fuck off, douchebag. Exactly. <laughs> Like, sir, oh, is there a doctor in the house? No. No. My that, wife is. My wife is. She couldn't make it. She's yeah, working. She's working. Yeah. She's, she's getting candy. And that's why I get to park in front of uh, uh, New York Dolls whenever I want. <laughs> just without. She's at work. You get VIP access. I get v- of course yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. I take the top. Dr. Amundsen. I, the, I, leave, yeah. I could leave with the top off. And then a valet has to run out if it rains and hold Dr. Amundsen, we have a hatchet wound emergency. <laughs> Was that, from, is that would that be from like a like from a, a, a bad eighties like Yeah, no, no, but I was thinking more along more like um what are those the juggalos there and the hatchets. Oh <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna leave it there. Hold on. So speaking no. of eighties movies, yeah. Okay. This was a topic of conversation recently. And oh. then we'll get into sports, but let me just quickly... No, talk, let's try to stay away from sports as long as we can. Okay. So, 80s movies. Mm-hmm. How many... Eight, are, are Could any 80s movies be made now, is my question. Not, like, shot for shot. Revenge of the Nerds, definitely out. Yeah. Because of the rape. Yeah. 16 Candles. Well, and a lot of other things. Also a rape, yeah. right? And this... Stereotypical Asian dude and like the whole thing. And and Lamar. Right. Yeah. Although Lamar's so good. Lamar is great. He might actually kind of make it. But he wasn't gay, so I don't know if you can go that wasn't hard. He? No, he's not gay in real life. Oh, he would be gay now then. Yeah, he'd have to be a real gay guy. Yeah. Yeah. But he's so fucking funny. Wait, man. what do you mean in real life? Like you can have to be a gay man. You can't just be like a straight man like acting all gay. No, but in the well, I mean Can you? Well, well for modern family. Those guys are gay. No, the one guy's not. Yeah, he is. No, no, no. He's an actor, Chris, so. Yeah, he's gay. He might be bi. <laughs> yeah, he's gay. Eric Stone Street is a hell of an actor. Uh, you believe, you think he's gay. Which one? The one with, with the fucking, with the, the sleeves? Yeah. Ugh, those shirts. Yeah. That's the only reason I think he might not be gay, because exactly. a gay man would never wear those weird right. shirts. Exactly. Does exactly. anyone else wear those shirts? Uh, I've never seen like another like Guy Fieri or dudes what? back in the nineties. No, they didn't. Yeah, know. they used to wear the those shirts were like popular, like with the with the paisley. Where, where, where you like unfold? Where you unfold the the, the cuff? cuff and there's like a pattern inside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, never yeah, yeah, yeah. saw those shirts. Scotch and soda, I think, was a is a big maker of those shirts or something. They used to have. Those Wait, did they make bowling shirts too? Like for two men and a baby or whatever <laughs> that show was. Like, remember how that was the big thing? Everyone was like, "Oh my god, I want a Charlie Sheen bowling shirt." <laughs> I could wear this out. I could wear this oh, to yeah, a wedding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. This is dressing right. up. It's buttoned down. I'll wear it to a Man. wedding. 
Now that's a show I can fucking watch. Kiss. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's no good. Yeah. That's no I'll good even watch wife. in the kitchen. That's a couple good dudes. Yeah, that's God. right. Speaking of, uh, that, isn't that Ducky? Isn't that Ducky? Yeah. Right? From yep. Uh, yep. 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 So yep. his movies couldn't be made anymore. Um, Porky's couldn't be made anymore. No, no, no. Could print Pretty in Pink in those movies may be made? Yeah, yeah. All those lame Except ones. for like uh, Dong, though. He couldn't. They, Long Duck Dong? Yeah. yeah no, 60 Candles yeah, yeah. is off. 60, yeah. Because there's yeah. rape in that. Right. There's a lot of rape in the 80s. Yeah. It wasn't really rape. It was right. rape disguised as like, you could just fuck someone as, as though you're someone else. Right. And then they'd fall in love with you. Yeah, yeah. 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 Which is kind of funny because. It's like mistaken identity rape? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or sleep rape. Sleep rape. <laughs> Those are the two kinds of rape you could do in the movies yeah. in the 80s and yeah, still be yeah, yeah. endearing. You could fuck as, Is as there Darth a Vader. So I see where Darth Vader. Yeah. Because honestly, who's going to get fucked as Darth Vader and be like cool with it? Uh, there's. You think it's a thing? Yeah, it's Comic like cosplay. Con, yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Wait, was Revenge of the Nerds the first cosplay? Oh, they might have started the first. Yeah, uh, Revenge of the Nerds is the first cosplay. Movie. Right, right, and yeah. inspired Daybreak Drugs. Then potentially, was there drugging involved? No, but I'm just saying, like, because you could like sort of have like girls would be either passed out or heavily intoxicated or whatever, and is then Revenge you would sleep with the, them, and it's okay because you don't nerd. know if they want it or not. So like, all of a sudden, someone goes like, "Oh, why don't we slip them a roofie?" Right. Bill Cosby's like. Guys, don't blow up my shit. Right. Yeah. I, I, I've been is, doing this, this for years. Thing. Yeah. This is a This was thing. underground. <laughs> oh, man. Back in my day. <laughs> Slip a little pill in the jail of pudding, Bob. Claire. My wife, Camille. Uh, actually, my only Eddie Murphy. My, my Bill Cosby is Eddie Murphy's Bill Cosby. Oh, yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not even Eddie. Mur- it's not even Bill Cosby. It's just Eddie Murphy. <laughs> it's Jay Moore doing <laughs> Christopher Walken doing Eddie Murphy doing Jay Bill Cosby doing Bill Maher doing Bill. My wife Camille. <laughs> God, this is terrible. Oh man, let's it just is. get off rape movies. Yeah, please. Let's, let's get let's... into football. Okay. The rape. The rape of the big three sports. <laughs> We're 42 days away from the NFL draft. Oh, and we're in the thick of the NFL free agency. The uh, conference tournaments are going on in basketball. We're only 15 days away from the playoffs in basketball. Uh, and yet, let's talk about football. because Why not? There's a lot of talk about there, Chris. It, yeah, I guess. There's, well, there's some things I, I, you know, I'm, I'm dying to sort of ask you. I want to know your opinion of then something. Then again, if we, don't, if we don't get to it, I'm okay with it, too. Chris, though. I want to know your opinion of something. Okay, Instead yeah, great. Instead of you asking me things. We're going to go tit for tat here, then. Okay. Yeah. Here's my question for you. Quid pro quo, Chris. The nice candy. Follow me. Do you like the strategy of the Giants and the Steelers <laughs> abandoning all of their talent <laughs> <laughs> for old, washed-up white quarterbacks? Mm-hmm. Go. But Chris, and- it's the way of the NFL, Chris. This has been going on for centuries here. This is where you have to do it, especially with these two owners. Oldest owners in the NFL. Are they? They've got to be, right? Well, the families are. They're the original. They're two of the original families, right. I think. Yeah, they won these teams in poker games. Right. Uh, right. You, and horse racing. You, you, uh, I mean, it's it, amazing that it's you amazing. went right to owners because I, to- I tend to agree with you. But, yeah. But in all seriousness. Like, you're not doing these, right? These, these, have to, these have to get okayed, especially with the Giants, 
trade of, of, of OBJ. Like, this has to get approval from the owner or the directive of the owner. Like, listen, let's get rid of it. Don't you think that there needs to be someone out there questioning You're also, the oh. fact that two of the most prolific wide receivers, maybe of a generation, have both got traded because they can't stand playing with their washed-up white quarterbacks? Yeah, and I, I mean, and it's, yes, and it's, a, it's, it's that, and it's a direct correlation to not wanting to play for that organization anymore then, right? right. Because and it's so are, messed up. storied organizations. Right, but it's, I mean, there's a reason why Bell and Brown wanted out of the Steelers, right? Yeah. And there's a reason, I mean, I mean, Ob, uh, Odell called out Manning, right? And he basically called out the organization for just being dumb and, and keeping this guy as their quarterback, yeah. right? Even, even though they signed him to a, an, uh, an extension last offseason, and they said they weren't trading him like two weeks that, ago. They paid that fucking signing bonus. Like, that's on the books. Right. I, I mean, it's, What a weird way to well, deal with so, things. So with the, the caveat with the Giants, then, is that they're just, they're, they're rudderless, right? This guy has no idea. I mean, he, he had no idea what he was doing with Carolina. He ruined Carolina. Right. They kicked him to the curb. And the Giants go, yep, let's get that guy. Because just because he used to work for us, you know, 20 years ago in our, in our organization. So do you think that he... He's he's. I think he has no clue what he's doing. I well, I mean, he he thinks he does. I think last year he thought he could win with this team. Now he now he realizes he can't. So he's trying to like blow it up. But he's not even blowing it up. It's a year late. But if you're blowing it up, then you get rid of Eli. Well, you you cut him before the that contract. You know, like you had to pay for it. He's got like three days to cut him. We'll see if he does. But you're still now. I think at this point you still have him on the books for fifteen to twenty million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a. but I think you could have cut him earlier and not accounted for that. Like, that would have gone away or something. So, like, you, you, you've really screwed this up a lot. Yeah, I mean, I... So here's, here's a theory I heard on the radio today, and I just wanted to delve into it a little bit yeah, further. Yeah, let's do it. Ownership, I think, is a great point. I think ownership is the problem in both of these mm-hmm. situations. It's ownership backing, in one case, a general manager, in another case, a coach. Steelers being the coach. Mm-hmm. Giants being the... Giants being well, okay, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, it's okay. But in the case of the Giants, what I think what happens is the owner listen. And this is not my theory. It's it's an it's an, another person. That's theory, fine. But I, I like it. Is that the ownership push it pays attention to fans at the wrong times, like when the fans get involved and are like, "We don't like this. We don't like that." Then the owner comes in and says, mm. "Oh, this is a bad look for our mm-hmm. team. I need to step in." And sort of derail whatever process is happening in, in in which like for the example he gave was I think it's a good example and I'm I keep saying it was not my idea because you're gonna think it was my idea but it wasn't. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, was the Geno Smith Sison's was the Geno Smith thing? It was Boomer's. It was actually Boomer Sison's, uh, uh radio mate co-host. Uh, yeah, what's his name? I have no idea. Seems like Geo something. Yeah. Uh, Geo, what a cool name. Uh, anyway. The Geno Smith. Geno Smith came in, and that was basically McAdoo and, and whoever the GM at that time was saying, we have a huge problem at quarterback. We need to try something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The season's lost. Yep. We have to see what we have. We have to be able to throw. Can someone throw the ball yep. to OBJ? Like, it's, Farther than 15 yards. Yeah. And the fans went fucking ape shit. So then the ownership got involved, undermined everything that was happening there, and then basically cleaned house, right? Mm-hmm. That's the moment right there. That Geno Smith moment mm-hmm. was when they should have realized 
we need to tra- start changing everything now. Like yeah. if we're gonna tank, we tank now. Now, now they're three seasons into yeah. tanking, and they still don't have. They're anything. not even tanking, and they though. lost OBJ. Right, that's and the that's, problem. And that's ownership getting involved when fans were like, instead of ownership being like, you know what? Let's fucking ride this out. Yes, Gino, finish the season. Yes, let's get over Eli right. now. Right, right, right. And then in the off season, we can get rid of him. But instead, they fucking put Eli right back in the fucking position, undermine the entire organization, and now you still have fucking Eli and no one else except for Saquon Barkley. But like, he wasn't there when this fucking happened. Yep. And and what what's the benefit of it? And you could say the same thing about Pittsburgh too. Like it's the the. I don't know if it's so much the ownership listening to the fans. I think in that case, it's ownership listening to the coach and being like, this is and the, the quarterback coach. kind of. Well, yeah. I mean, they're letting him run. They, I mean, they chose a side and it's, it's Roethlisberger. I know, but it's, I think it's also like, well, let's just stay on the Giants for That's now fine. because I want to get your opinion on what I just said about that. We'll stay off the Steelers. Do you, do you think that there's validity in that assessment? Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. Like they have, they, and, and I'll add to that even is that they, I mean, they could have they could have done it like you said three years ago. They could have done it two years ago. They could have done it last year and gotten rid of Eli and saw the writing on the wall. But they kept refusing to to really pay attention to it. Right? They just kept ignoring it and going, you know what? We can fix this. I think we can fix this. We can have get- you have you ever tried to break up with a girl and been too afraid to break up with a girl and like let it go on too long? Sort and, of. And you're like, man, if I would have just broke up with her yesterday, at least I'd have that fucking part of it over. Yeah. But I still have to break up with her. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. what Eli feels like. To yeah. Me. If they would broke up with Eli three years ago, they would have been moved the fuck on. Uh, yeah. And, and and they wouldn't have to worry about their fan base. Uh, if they like, didn't... Eli won two Tober Bowls. But here's the thing. They they got rid of their G... They, 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 since three years ago, they got rid of their GM. They fired their head coach. They they started scrapping players left and right. And yet they still th- thought like a year, a year ago, last offseason, they still thought they could win. They want, they could win. It's just ridiculous. Like it was ridiculous. They had no offensive line. Nope. They had a quarterback who, who is, is statistically keeps getting worse every season, I think, for the last couple of years. Like they, and now, now they want to go, oh, you know what we're going to do now? Now we're going to uh, sign like two offensive or we'll trade for one offensive lineman, try to build our, our lineup. They, they signed one guy for way too much money last year and sold her. Well, the, like, Solder was a and Solder was bad talent, and they and right, and now they're trading away all half their defensive players. Like, but how much time do you need for fucking Eli? Like, are they really going to build an offensive line for Eli? Why don't they just get a good quarterback that can handle throwing? Well, the that's ball what I'm saying. Like, they're still seconds. trying to like band aid this thing in pieces here on the offensive line, and then but but yet they're tearing apart their defense, and they're they're getting rid of their best offensive player or second best offensive player, tied for first, whatever. But right. you know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's. Just because you get two more offensive linemen on there, in there this year doesn't mean Eli's going to be better. Like it's right. not gonna, It might give him a little more time to throw, and maybe he can make, make a few more passes, or he'll find Barclay, Barkley out in the flats or something. But like, I, I, don't, I just don't understand his, his, what, he, what they're doing here and what they're trying to accomplish here. I mean, I guess that... Th- like, if you're tearing this... Like, no one just goes like, oh, we're only going to tear this building halfway down and right. rebuild it. Right. Like, you tear it all the way down to the ground. Right. And there's... I, I actually saw... Um, I think I heard someone say this in a good analogy relating to this to the Seattle Mariners and listening to their sports radio station um, in Seattle, is that DePoto with the Mariners is, is kind of the same thing this offseason. It was like he got rid of three-quarters of, of the, like, the players he could get rid of, and he's... The talent that he you really could trade away to, to recoup like you know prospects and right. stuff, he didn't trade those guys away because he thinks he can hang on to them and re- make a rebuild happen within two or three years. Okay, right, and kind of short, kind of short that rebuild a, a little strategy. bit, right? Instead of like five or six years, maybe like right. the, the Astros did or whatever, and right. really tear it all to the ground. 
but this seems even worse than that because you're thinking like, oh, we can do this in another year, right? right? And, and you're hiring, you're, you're now you're, you're getting rid of a passing uh, option and a wide receiver. You hired, the gentleman hired a, a coach who's really probably more of a passer, right? Right. But they want, they want to rely, it looks like they want to rely, rely more on, on Barkley and the ground game then, right? So, so everything's all kind of convoluted there and it, nothing makes sense. Like it's, everything is, is just, is just. They're just going to fuck it. They're going to fuck it up yeah. until. And so let's say. So, so this whole so, thing is what, just a mess. It's a plan to keep Eli one more year. He's even, even though he's got two years on his contract. Does right? he? I think. Okay. So, so maybe next year he has nothing. You, like you, you, there's no cap hit, right? Then, so you can just cut him without incurring any penalties. Maybe. I mean, I don't. I don't know the structure of his deal. I know that. But then again, no they're going to go. You know, so like now, the, and now the rumors are coming out. Like you know, once the offseason starts, everyone's like, oh, Dwayne Haskins is their pick at number six. They in don't the draft. want him anymore. Maybe they don't want him anymore now. Yeah. Maybe they trade for Rosen. Maybe, but you know, so far that that rumors like the Cardinals aren't trading him. Maybe that happens down the road once we get closer to the draft. I mean, that would be the end of it for Rosen. But the, so then Rosen comes. Uh, to me, it's like it's Eli because why get rid of OBJ and then keep Eli? They're going to keep Eli. And mm-hmm. I think maybe what they're going to do is just tank and be like, yeah, it's because of our shit quarterback. Maybe that's the strategy is just to be M- like, maybe. And we're gonna, we know we've got a garbage quarterback right. that's only going to win us three games. Maybe. Maybe. So and the we'll Dolphins just keep are him in there. rumored to be doing the same thing and not and not signing a quarterback in the offseason now. They're going to cut Tannehill eventually. Right. And I think they're, they're, I don't know if it was the owner or their general manager or somebody said that, like, kind of let it be known that they're kind of playing for 2020 when that quarterback class is supposed to be really good. Right. And, you know? and, and Brady might be actually retired. Right, maybe. So I don't know. So maybe the Giants are doing that. But, but, but then why try for a trade for an all-pro offensive lineman? That's what I'm saying. You know, like, so it, the whole thing is just, it doesn't make sense at Either all. Either scrap it or don't. He has no idea. Yeah, they, don't, they have no idea what they're doing. Like, you don't trade, you don't trade Odell, and then basically for a first-round pick? They got a fucking steal for Odell. They got Odell. They got Odell. Fell in their laps. No one knew Odell Beckham was going to be that fucking good. Yeah. No one. No like, coming one. out of college. Yeah, yeah, like, coming yeah, out of LSU. Yeah, yeah. Unless he, he was like fe- a big I think he LSU fell fan. a little bit. Yeah. The, yeah. And and don't get me wrong. He's a head case. So is fucking. But he's not that big of a head I case. I agree. Right. He he's also, not really a head case. He also case. gets fucking kids to like bleach their hair like fucking crazy mutants. Like they like he has such an. He's actually a positive influence. Yeah. yeah. Lovable. You're in right. The, in the in the fan. Like base. he does weird things on the sidelines. Who cares? Like he's not. He's not a bad teammate. Like I think most of the locker room people like, you know, they like him in the locker room. I yeah. think for everything you hear about it, like he's not, he's not. Like even though Antonio Brown isn't a head case, I don't think. No, I he don't. He might be a little eccentric and a little different, a little odd. So, bleaches his mustache and whatever. Well, but so I think Antonio Brown bleaches his mustache the same way that Odell Beckham bleaches his hair because it's hard to be recognized outside of the helmet. Right, right. So these are players that are just trying to like create but faces. But Antonio's been making commercials for the last couple of years. I know, but like, still, I feel you like pick him out of a fucking lineup. Like it's hard. Like outside of that number, I would now. Now, exactly. Now, because you see him on TV, not exactly. not before the ble- before the bleach mustache. Like I know his face when he comes on. I'm like, oh, that's Antonio Brown. Maybe I, most people don't. I think that they're similar in that regard. I think they're just trying to create a brand for themselves. Absolutely. Outside, absolutely. Of, outside of the, whatever team they play for. I, I'm I'm excited for the Browns to get this player. I'm. I'm excited I, for the Browns to win the Super Bowl this year. Chris. I mean, I would love that. I don't give a shit. That'd be amazing. I would love it going all in like this and and knowing you have a couple years before you got to pay Baker. Like this is this is a this is a brilliant move and and thing to do here. I'm so yeah, and and as a Steelers fan, like I hope that fucking Browns beat them twice a year. I've I I I'm so fucking over 
the Roethlis- the, the problem with the Steelers, and I've been saying this for fucking years, is Ben Roethlisberger and Mike Tomlin. And what they do? They got rid of two fucking all-pro players, and still have Ben Roethlisberger and Mike Tomlin. That's your fucking pro- the problem is right there. I I think people the whole thing with with Le'Veon Bell speaks a lot to what's going on in Pittsburgh. Absolutely. Right? Like, everyone keeps saying, oh, Le'Veon Bell, like, he screwed this all up. He, he missed out on $14 he million. Dollars, and then, and then he, he'll never make that money back. And then he, now he's shorted himself in, like, potential money this season. That's like, not true at all. Because he was right. They were going to run him into the fucking ground this year. I agree. I 100% agree with you. Like, he knew exactly what he's doing here. It wasn't necessarily about the money. It was, like, getting the fuck out of Pittsburgh. Yeah. And, and not, away from the Steelers with, organization. Without fucking three concussions. Right. So yep. he signs a four-year, $55 million he deal. He wouldn't have gotten this contract. He's healthy as shit. Yep. He gets to play in a team that's on the upswing. Yep. And he's out of fucking Pittsburgh. And he got a year off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that, that's right, right. worth something. And he got what, thir- or 20, almost $30 million guaranteed, yeah. $32 million guaranteed. He's fine. Yeah, he did, he did just fine. Yeah. He did just fine. And Antonio, I'm a little more skeptical. Mostly because of recent reports that he said that Gruden is like a father figure to him. That was a I so I ended up watching that press conference yesterday. I did when they introduced him. I just read it. It it came up on the TV and I was like, all right, I'll check this out. It went on way too long. It was really awkward. Antonio Brown's not a great off the cuff speaker. Yeah, Yeah. he kept repeating himself all these things. I think he was just trying to be like as positive as possible and and really talking up Gruden. And I think the one thing they do have in common is like they watch a lot of film and tape and they grind, you know, kind of thing. And that. I like Antonio Brown as a football player and like what he does and like how he practices and competes and all that stuff. Maybe or something. He's he's a he's a bit of an oddball though. Too, oddball though too. Well, I, think. I just which is fine and like I don't. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but he's he, this this is going to be a challenge for him being in Oakland with a quarterback that he they like each other, but I'm not sure that they're good for each other. Is David Carr the quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be. <laughs> Brandon Carr. Who is it? What's it's, his name? Derek Carr. It's Derek Carr. Carr. Yeah. Right. Is he the quarterback? Now I'm, I'm not so sure anymore. I can never get those two straight. Yeah. Um, it's Derek Carr. Is he the David quarterback? Derek. Yes. Yes. Derek for Carr. For sure. He's for sure the quarterback. Yeah. I mean, right now he's on Are the they, roster. And they're going to draft someone. I think, I think, and this is, who did this a year or two ago? Is that basically you get him enough, or at least one talented player to sort of prove it, to be like, okay, I got you, Antonio Brown. Now let's see if you're actually a really good quarterback. It won't matter. They're gonna draft. They're gonna draft a quarterback. He'll be gone. Next I don't know year if they'll. Anyway. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like he's he's getting one more year. They go to Vegas. So now it's like if he can't produce with Antonio Brown and now with Tyrell Williams, the other guy they just traded or assigned and wide receiver. Like if he can't produce enough, then then he's gone for next year. If he's really great this year, then they might keep him. So I guess. I just I don't feel but like it's it's gonna work. It's, like it's, gonna wor- it's crude like in the wor- offense. Yeah. I'm just not sure. I don't think it's a good I but the thing what I think what happened was based on what they got for him, the Steelers yeah. got from Oakland, which was basically what they got from Martavius Bryant from Oakland, which is a third rounder, mm-hmm. uh, was that there was no market for Antonio Brown. There's no market for him. He's thirty one, yeah. he's making twenty million or eighteen million dollars a year. You're not you're limited on who can who can make that trade. Right. I think I think, and I think a lot of people are scared of Antonio Brown. A lot of organizations yeah. are scared of Antonio Brown. Yeah, I don't think I think that maybe they I they, for the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah. So they went back to the well. They got they went back to the same person that they got rid of Martavius for. That's fine. They, like they Pittsburgh did well. They were able to get rid of him. I just feel t- Antonio Brown's happy for now. If you would have looked like. at the Steelers 
last year even, the beginning of last season, this time last season, and told me that in one year mm-hmm. we won't have Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell and we'd still have Mike Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger, I would have been like, go fuck yourself. That's not even real. <laughs> and that's real. <laughs> like, look at that. That's crazy real. That's the reality of this. Would you rather have a crappy quarterback with Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell? Yes. Yeah. Because Le'Veon Bell, you can't, get a, you can't get a receiver out of the backfield as good as Le'Veon Bell. You just can't. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited for Ben Roethlisberger to have to face the reality of the situation where his fucking backfield next year is some dude with a terrible haircut that no one wanted out of college, <laughs> who like, had like a good first year, whatever. And, uh, and Juju Smith-Schuster, who's, who's going to be covered by everyone's number one guy now. And double teamed. Yeah. And one stat I saw is that he plays what was like sixty to seven percent of the snaps in the slot. Yeah. Which is not which is being protected basically yeah. as a receiver. Yeah. So that's that's gonna be although they did just sign uh Dante Moncrief, which I think is is a pretty good kind of a, a low buy low kind I of agree. A, the I guy agree. put up pretty good stats with with Bortles and Jacksonville on in an inept offense this past season. So I agree. there's some potential there. The one thing I do I will say in the Steelers' favor is though is they, they have a Probably a better than average track red record of drafting or picking up wide receivers. But they have an <clears throat> incredible record. Well, they also have a lot of misses too, though, right? And people forget, kind of forget about the misses that they that they do Ted, over over the Ted, years. Who is the guy that they, Ted Ginn, Ginn Jr. Did they have him for? A, uh, no, but it was um, someone like him. Yeah, yeah, Hay- Hayward Bay. Yeah, yeah. yeah Hayward and then there was Bay. a couple other dudes that never panned out. Right. But they still they still they still do pretty well. I think probably more times than not. But so I. Like but they also just they also didn't make the playoffs this season. So if they think right. they can make the playoffs next season without Brown and and you know Nobel again, listen, I think it would be annoying to be a quarterback and be like, I, I mean, I think it'd be annoying to be a quarterback or a wide receiver actually, and just be like, I'm not getting the ball now. Like if you if you had a if you had Antonio, here's my point: if you had Antonio Brown and Smith, Juju Smith Schuster, right, and you're a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And you only get Antonio Brown sixty yards in a game. You know he's gonna bitch at you. Yeah. Oh, like, absolutely. It's just gotta get fucking annoying. Like yeah, I don't yeah. blame the. I don't blame wanting to get rid of that guy totally. from your locker room. Totally. But if you also can't get him the ball, though, like yeah, see, that's where I'm going with this. Right. Like then <clears throat> that's kind of a problem too. Because if you really watch the game, I feel like there's something there's there. So much mis. There's so much miscommunication. You right. know, like I think. Roethlisberger and Roethlisberger is one of those douchebags who's like trying to act like the he's above this yeah. fray. But I think he's the petty ass motherfucker who won't who wasn't throwing Brown the ball during games. At I times. agree, and I also think that he is has lost a step. Yeah, and like Eli is afraid to get hit now. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I want to. I I really want this. Steelers are my favorite team. I really I want them to suck next year. Yeah, I really do. I want fucking Tomlin gone. Yeah, I want fucking Roethlisberger gone. gone. I just, I don't, like... Except for they'll probably sign him to an extension. I just don't care enough about... It's, ti- it's time for a change. Yeah. yeah. I think it's time for a change. We got two good... They had a good run. Yeah. Let's yeah. get Bortles in there. Yeah, why not? Backup? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I kind of like that idea, actually. Why not? A little quarterback why not? controversy? Yeah, why not? Chris, um, the most interesting thing, I think, for me to take this away, and this is bringing it into gambling for us, <laughs> with these two trades, Browns, after trading for Odell... Went from twelve to one to seven to one to win their conference. Ooh, I like that. Right? Which I don't know. I didn't see if that was still if they're the favorite or not. Well, I, though, for I the do, conference, I do like what the Ravens have done on the offseason too. Which is you know, which is an interesting thing, and I wasn't sure to go there or not. But 
classic Ravens is like get rid of all your defensive players or let them go in free agency. Yeah, which is smart. Right? But they still compete. They're still, their defense is still always good every year. Yeah. But then they signed Earl Thomas. Yeah. I'm a big fan of him. He's had some injury problems, though, so this is kind of a gamble on that I part a little bit. I think he'll be fucking... I think he'll have a rejuvenated I career. think he'll kind of bounce back with Baltimore. Yeah. It seems like the thing that's going to happen there. They'll love him there. Yeah, and then signing Mark Ingram as... I love it. ...as a, as a running back. Their running game's dope now. Yeah. That's... They're playing smash mouth football. They're going to be fucking ground and pound. Yeah. Which is like... Yeah. But doing it like... With an option, the though. And the, yeah, yeah, yeah. His, yeah. Right. It's interesting. I... I really like their. I I loved their quarterback. He was my favorite quarterback coming out of the, mm-hmm. that class. Mm-hmm. Youngest quarterback to ever start a playoff game. He likes to drive 100 miles an hour and uh, 105, bitch. Yeah, and no seatbelt. <laughs> I like it. Chris, the Giants went from 20 to one to 40 to one to win their conference. The fact that they were even 20 to one I before know. the trade is ludicrous. I, I think that odds makers are Eli fans. Like they have to be right. They're believers. Believe- the Antonio believers. Brown trade. Believe. Believe. Beelivers. 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 <laughs> Whatever, Bill Maher. The Steelers went from 2,500, plus 2,500, to plus 3,300. To win the Super Bowl? Uh, the yeah, you know what? I think it's... That's got to be Super Bowl. That's got to be Super Bowl. Which is still incredible. Like, the Steelers... Eh, fuck them. I, I take that for conference odds. If that was... That's not, it can't be conference yeah. odds. No, because that, that's... that's uh, and then the Raiders went from 10, plus 10,000 down to plus 6,600. Which is still... Go fuck yourself. No, dude. They're yeah. terrible. Come on. Yeah. I like Carr. I want him to do well. Here's what I think is going to happen in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I think Nick Foles is going to fail in Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. Hard. I think any of these bigs, I think that sadly, they K- still have no Case offense. going to fail, and in at the Redskins, I think that Joe Flacco is going to fail with Denver. Yeah, because they're I don't not... think any of those pickups, and I think we're going to see the end of the of that like decent mid level vet quarterback pickup signing. I think it's over. I think we're going to see shortened careers mm. of quarterbacks. I think we're going to see. I mean, look at Josh Rosen for example. If he gets traded to the Giants, let's just say in the yep. hypothetical sure. world, and has a, sh- a shitty season. Yeah, he's done. Two seasons, two teams done. No, take a fucking like, waiver on him. No, be like who? No, because like uh, what, uh your boy It'd be a career backup. Yeah, Paxton that. Lynch is like a backup in Seattle yeah. now. You know, so like he'll yeah. still have a career. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he'll he'll he's someone. One other team might bring him in to like compete for a starting gig, but not really expecting him to be like the starter. No, just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a bad team where they're gonna have like three or four quarterbacks on the team. Uh, who are who? None of them who are really good, and they're all going to like try to compete for a job or something yeah. like that, right? I just they'll I get a few more chances, but nothing like legit. I I hope there's more. I hope Rosen succeeds if he goes somewhere else. I do too, I or stays with wherever he is. Yeah, I yeah. So anyway, I guess my point is just no. That, I, I like, like that. I think all of these like I'll jump on that. All idea. these retreads yeah. are going to suck. Yeah, and they're going to come to regret them. I mean, yeah. Foles got a crazy big contract. Forty million guaranteed. Like against, and they weren't competing against anybody to sign him. I know. Like, dude. I know. But then they claim they're like, oh, they gave him to him to legit- legitimize his like authority in the clubhouse, you know, and like so he could, you know, Fuck that be the dude. leader. Fuck that they don't dude. No. Yeah. They're gonna hire Chip Kelly to be the fucking quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. Jags are going to suck. Oh, Fuck them. I'm fucking so nice. out. I'm so out on that I'm fucking glad. team. I'm glad, Chris. I'm not rooting for those. It's Jacksonville, guys. for crying out loud. Although I'd still like their running back, and I would love for him to come to a real team because he clearly doesn't want to be in Jacksonville. No, he clearly Leonard doesn't. Leonard Fournette no, no, no. is my guy. 
I love him. He's crazy. Gets in fights on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, he's like a it. man. Yeah, men fight. He ain't no soy boy. He's no good wife. <laughs> soy boy. That just feels dirty, dude. Doesn't it? I keep looking at these like this. I feel BTS like that should be like a poster, and I'm like, gay club in Chelsea or yeah, something. Yeah, soy boy. Soy boys. <laughs> Where like you just. There's like a there's like a soy machine that just sprays it all over yeah, you. Yeah, com- but it comes out of a dick, <laughs> like a <laughs> like a guar show. Yeah, Ooh, maybe it's a gay band. Yeah. It's like a gay guar band. Yeah, the Soy Boys. The soy Boys. Yeah, it's gotta exist. I love it. With Z at the end. Let's though. start it, Chris. Let's right. find some guys. Let's start a band. Uh, this show is terrible. <laughs> this is our worst podcast ever. But it's probably gonna be our highest rated one. Let's fucking let's do something else. Let's. Go. Uh, you and oh a, wait, wait wait no no go ahead. I want to know no, what you no, were no, thinking. No. I just remembered something, but let's yeah remember it. Bring it. To so me. I had a big gambling win. Oh yeah, talk about it. So I was down to my last, the, my the the end of my DraftKings. You were on Skid Row. I was almost on Skid Row, and I was really like at this point where I was like, shit, do I re up my account? Do I put money into my DraftKings account? And I was like, nah, I'll I'm gonna let the rest of my money ride. Yeah, yeah, dog. On the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> Yeah. At plus thirteen hundred yeah. against the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Talk about it, Cha Ching! I fucking cannot ooh, believe ooh. I hit that shit. Thank you, Phoenix mm. Suns, for having ridiculously long odds and getting me back on the horse. I was fucking ice cold, and I'm still kind of cold. Mm. But like that win, yeah, that win felt good. Yeah, we're right back in. Nice, I'm right back nice. In yeah, and just in time for March Madness. Well, yeah, but I don't, I'm not going to draft Kings bet on March Madness. I did have another. I did Why have not? another inside. Uh, How about the AAF? Well, so check this out. Okay, we, well, hold on. We'll get there. Sure. To the AAF. Okay. Uh, All right. What do you I do? am doing an event at Fairleigh Dickinson University Ooh, nice. in New Jersey. Yeah. So I've been talking to their athletic director because we're using their basketball court. Oh, okay. Uh, and she, Kathy, mm. is her name. Uh, she was like, we're really good this year. Hmm. This was like a month or two ago. Okay. She was like, we're really good this year. I think we could win the NEC. Oh. We just, we'd been talking. So I kept an eye on them. And then the, the other night, they played in the NEC championship. Uh-huh. I texted my boy Eric. I said, Fairleigh Dickinson, book them. They're going to the tourney. You can't bet on it because you can't bet on Jersey teams in New Jersey on, on DraftKings. Uh, so I couldn't put any money on it. But I watched the game. Fairly Dickinson's legit. They lit dude. up St. Francis. They fucked him up. Nice. They fucked him up hard. Nice. And poor St. Francis. They've never made the tournament, and this was their uh, year. Well, well. And they went like three for like forty-two at the free throw mm-hmm. line. Like they really shot themselves in the foot. But Fairly Dickinson, I think, is a, a type of dandy. I think they might be a Cinderella, Cinderella team. Story, baby. Yeah. I would look out for them. That's my one inside scoop. I, I have. All right. I like it. But talking to their athletic director, she feels strongly about them. So I would say, also, Fairleigh Dickinson, surprisingly, has one of the most successful collegiate bowling teams Whoa. in the history of the state. What? Yeah. Fairleigh Dickinson is always a top-ranked bowling team. They've got their, they've got their b- banners in the rafters. How crazy is that? So Jersey strong, yo. Uh, so it looks like Fairleigh Dickinson is going to be one of the play-in games. Th- then lock them in. They'll, All right. They'll win. Okay. And then they'll, they'll, they'll play a one seed then. Fine. Okay. They could beat a one seed. Ooh, another one seed going down two years exactly. in a row. Yeah, it could happen. If they play Virginia, then book it. No, I think Virginia's good. They might be. They might, well, we keep saying Wait. that every year, and then they keep screwing Do we have it up. Another, we have another pod before the, before the 
Well, Selection Journey. Sunday, I think, is this weekend, and then and then playing games next week. Next Thursday so, would be okay. the, would be opening opening round. So we'll do a pod before that, and sure. we'll do some picks. Okay. We won't do the whole fucking Because you asked thing. me Did the other day once? for my... Yeah, I think, I think we've done it every year. Oh, God. We cannot do that again. <laughs> no. No, but what you started terrib- asking me about... What a terror... We did that on the radio? Terrible. Yeah. We made people yeah. listen yeah. to people us listen. pick yeah. every single game. Why did we do that to people? <laughs> oh, my I've God. I've already got a list of, of, of teams, Chris. Great. And I haven't been watching basketball all season long, but I'm, I well, got some I want knowledge your, here. I want your, uh, but let's I want save your sleepers. For, let's save them. Save I want for next week. sleepers because you are good at the tournament. I'm okay. I am bad at the tournament. Yeah. I, I, I don't know about gambling reasons, but uh, there's teams that I like... That just that like for some reason I, I'll I'll pick them out and we'll we'll get there. I will say this: I have a sneaky good. I have a sneaky win for the Big East tournament, which starts today. Is it your Georgetown Hoyas? No, it's Seton Hall. Oh yeah, I, I don't know if that's sneaky. They're I, like one they're, of the teams that are going to be in the tourney. They're three seed. I watched them. Pl- I watched them whoop fucking Nova live last mm. weekend. Mm. Great fan base. Okay. Seton Hall's fans are mm. fucking legit. They oh. had the fucking rock. Lit up. Wait, where are they? Where's the tournament? Is it? Is it in Brooklyn? I don't think it is this oh. year. But man, say, let's go see them. Those Seton Hall fucking Pirates are sneaky good. Um, let's Nova's go not blue. great. St. John's is on the downswing. Georgetown only wins if they can fucking hit threes. Okay. Uh, I really liked. I liked. They were up a ton. They they you know they fucking floundered a little bit. Uh, midway through the second half against Nova and then got their bearings and fucking finished the game strong. And that's a team that can win a tournament. All right. So see like all pirates. Boom. Done. It's my diaper dandy. Diaper dandy, baby. I don't even know what a diaper dandy is. It's just disgusting. <laughs> it's just disgusting. How that guy gets away with saying sexual term. It's gotta be right. <laughs> Give can't me the you, diaper dandy. Can't you just see Dick Vital in a diaper? Oh, be like diaper God. dandy, hon. <laughs> Tonight I'm a diaper dandy. Hey, come on in. Change me. Yeah. I'm wearing <laughs> huggies over here. <laughs> Give me the onions. Gross. Gross. Ew. Mix a little, mix it in the two, the two guys there. A little raffery, a little vital. Gross, dude. Yeah. I don't want it in the onions. <laughs> I don't want any of this anymore. <laughs> you said, you mentioned AAF. Let's yeah. talk about that quickly. Okay. All I got is is betting odds to win the uh, I believe the championship. Okay. In the AAF because your Orlando Apollo. The Apollos are so fucking good. Are dude. five and zero oh, the yeah. only undefeated team, and any every other team's record isn't even really close. They're the like only two team or three with games. A real coach. Yeah, that's right. The coach, the old the ball co- coach, yep. Chris. Yep, Mister Visor himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're plus one fifty to win it all. Okay. And then. Uh, then Arizona's got yeah, Arizona too. hot shots. Yeah. I know my way around the AA. Plus two seventy five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you proud of me? I am proud of you. Your Memphis Express, though, they are the worst. They are the worst. Yeah. So you really know how to pick them. Yeah. You either pick the best. Yeah. Or the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I like all, it. Yeah. My two teams are the shit and the great. Yeah. Yeah. Other, and then anything in between. I didn't realize Mike Singletary was the coach of the Memphis Express when I first got on the bandwagon. Right. Yeah, I did it only because I liked uh, old Hackenberg, who is the the worst, the worst. quarterback of the all time. The worst, yes. You know who? So I'm out on Hackenberg for life. Okay, great. Now, finally, a couple weeks ago, I said I was out. There's another person I've been blindly following in sports for years, just supporting him, supporting him. And finally, a couple weeks ago, I was like, I'm out on him, and his name is Marquise Chris. 
And I'd like oh. to recant that. Oh. Because I'm back in on the oh. Monkey's Kiss. <laughs> oh, that's right. We were supposed to have an argument about this one, aren't we? Well, we should. <laughs> First of all, don't bet on AAF. Let's fucking... If you Stay bet on away that, from it. fucking... You have a problem. Yeah. If you even call consider... Call the hotline. Call the hotline. <laughs> you can't... You can only bet on AAF if you have the... A phone on like at the one eight hundred right. gambling, or if you live in one of those cities, if, yeah. Maybe now yeah. you have to have the you have to be you have to ask gambling advice from an anti-gambling <laughs> hotline in order to place that bet. Now, quickly moving on to okay, Marquis. Great, Chris. yes. This show is so off the rails. It's oh, it's great. Yeah, it's like a couple soy boys up here. <laughs> uh, Marquis Chris. Now I I will say this. I've been keeping an eye on him because he's been playing so great in. In Cleveland, like he with the, between he has Sexton and Marquise Chris have become like this thing. Ooh, a little like duo. Kevin loves out, and this guy Osmond. Batman. So there's like Osmond. Oh, Chris Chetty or what is? Yeah, yeah. Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Osmond. <laughs> He's a freaky looking dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Sexton and and Osmond are building blocks for this Cleveland team. I Chris has been playing really good basketball. Interesting. Um. Kevin Love, go fuck yourself. Tristan Thompson, go fuck yourself. Like, those guys couldn't win. Just, you can't pay them enough to win, I guess. Like, but you get these younger guys who are taking these chances. Sexton looks like a legit player. Okay. I'm going to have to become a Cleveland fan living oh. in Pittsburgh. I have to, dude. It's the closest, oh, it's the closest basketball city right. to me. If they keep, you don't have If to. they keep those three pieces, okay. if they keep those three pieces, I will be rooting hard for Cleveland next year. Okay. As my, as my come-up team. Oh, all right. It feels really dirty, though. It does. Not as dirty as fucking Serge Ibaka and his goddamn <laughs> chokehold. How the fuck does that motherfucker get away with choking a person from behind? That's some bullshit, weird... That's some Ike Turner shit right there. It is. It is. That's a fucking... That's a, knuck, that's a knucklehead. That's fucking... No matter... I mean, Serge fucking flails and flops, right? Yeah, I don't even understand why he got so mad. Because Chris must have said some fucked up shit to him. As he th- as like he fell down? So he fell down. Because he didn't like throw him down. No, no. And I think what Chris said was like, get up, you fucking piece of shit. Oh. Because that's when he jumped up and choked him. Oh. He used, Chris had already walked away. He didn't. Serge didn't get the call. He tried to flop. Right. Okay. Chris looked at him, said something. Blah, 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 blah. Right. And all of a sudden, Serge Ibaka was like, oh, I'm going to choke you now. <laughs> Yeah, it was crazy. It was, and then they threw like two really bad punches at each other. Well, I mean, I think Marquis Chris, in his defense, was like, "I'm looking like a, I'm getting pushed around." Yeah, I mean, you get choked, you're you're probably gonna try to throw a punch. You get to throw a punch. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And Abaka, so Serge Abaka has been. He's no soy boy. Serge Abaka has been in countless fights. I looked almost all of them up. He almost always throws a punch. He has never landed a fucking punch. I don't think he really wants. I think Serge Abaka. Is a paper fucking champion. I think he wants to fucking act like he's Mr. Badass. So most of he threw one against fucking Robin Lopez that ended up in an open hand. <laughs> like he it looks like a throw, and and he clearly opens his fist. He still misses. Slap like glances, mama. Yeah, he glances off like the side of his weird hair. And I'm like, Serge Ibaka is a fucking. He's a he's glass, dude. He acts like he's fucking hard, but he's not hard. He's fucking bullshit. All right, I'm not gonna argue with that boy. Okay, yeah. so you don't. I like Serge Ibaka. I like his game. I like the way he plays basketball and stuff. But I personally, like, if that's the case, then I, I, yeah, sure. I don't. Fine. You like Serge Ibaka? I do. I think he's he was like one of the original, like, kind of stretch four kind of guys that kind of started shooting threes. He rebounds, played great, you know, block shots. I don't know. I, I like his game. The reason OKC could never get over the hump. 
No, no, no. He stepped up for them, I think. Really? Yeah, I think he gets a bad rap a little bit. Because everyone else wants to blame someone else on that team, but... It's weird because that the was... The team just couldn't win. The thing that... So that punch, right? That was a... That was a everyone... It's a and three-game in, suspension. In, hold on. In, in, in Serge Ibaka's defense... They were losing to the Cavaliers by like 40 points. Which is crazy. Crazy. Isn't so that the I would story? like try to choke a guy just to get the fuck out of that game too. I know. That had to have been somewhat embarrassing. Yeah. I will say this. I love Chris for fucking sticking it out. All right. I like I liked the guy. I think he made a name for himself. I think, I think Marquise Chris mm-hmm. has suddenly... Revived his career. I mean, in a terrible situation. Mm-hmm. He's been well, sometimes that's what it takes, I guess. I, I feel like we're going to... We have not it's seen kind of like of what Kevin Chris. Love was doing in Minnesota. Yeah. Like, you, like, there's no one else good. You kind of step up your game. Well, I think that there are three good players right. in Cleveland. And I watched them again the other night against the Sixers. Chris wasn't playing because he'd been suspended. Uh, they hung in there. I mean, the Sixers definitely are the better team, and they, and they never... And no one's really given their best effort against Cleveland, right? So that's no. why Cleveland's able to stay in some of these games or win Agreed. stuff. Agreed. But they're staying in. Sure. That's the point. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know. I feel like there's some upside. So what I would say there could be. is this. Farewell, Christian Hackenberg. You are never going to play a professional sport again in your life. Fare thee well. Enjoy coaching a junior high <laughs> six-on-six team at best. <laughs> Marquis Chris, welcome back. Kip. I love having you back. Boom. You're, good. You're my guy. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that's, the, that's what I got to say about that. Okay. Okay. All right. Can I say one more thing? I guess. So on the same night of the fight, <laughs> Russell Westbrook mm. yeah. got into it with a fan. Yeah. And after... A, a quick glance at the fan's Twitter account. He's a crazy racist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had, this, you know, at first I was like, fucking Russ. God, this guy. Like, But, you know, I thought, I started thinking about it. Like, Russ probably gets fucked with everywhere he goes. A lot, I think. But he also, he's also got a short fuse, so people know that they can fuck with him more than anyone else. Sure. Right? And he is a bitch. He's a little yeah, bitch. Yeah, he is. But, but, but for him to flap the handle like that, I'm still. Th- I'll I, stick I, up with for him on this one. One hundred percent, and I don't know how right, anyone someone else could have came, ever doubted him. Right, like, and someone else came came out with other videos about like last year in Utah about like some other people were like you know calling him boy or something like that. Yeah. and like so this guy hears it a lot, and apparently a lot in, in Salt Lake City. Well, Salt Lake City's mad racist as it turns yeah, out. Yeah, well, that's didn't see that one coming. No, I know it's crazy though. It's a little. I I always thought that they were too church going and they kept their racism to themselves. Like we're Boston. Well, now is. they're all empowered now these days, Chris. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Right? It's true. Yep. Thanks, Trump. Yep. You've created a world of yeah. weird white supremacy. Which maybe is a, in a weird way, it feels uncloaking. Gross. It's uncloaking these fucking yeah, racists. Right? I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's nice to it's nice to just have, be like, oh, transparent. But a dude who like just, who, you know, this was totally premeditated. He, he came up with this plan. Yeah. He was like, we're gonna do this. My buddy's gonna like film it to act yeah. like, oh, we got this on tape. But yeah. you know, they don't show the first. The first like minute of it when he's calling him out, right? Yeah. They don't see what he's actually saying or yeah. something. I think. And he was like, "Oh, my poor wife." And then She'd they never do it, an, right? Before. And she's five foot tall. Yeah. yeah. And there's like, an yeah. interview. Why was there even an right. interview with that guy? Right. Why wasn't he just kicked out? Yeah. And Russ is like looking to the uh, usher, being like, "Can you fucking get yeah. this so guy out of here?" Okay, that's my takeaway. The whole thing is like, the NBA and these the arenas and the organizations start having to start stepping this stuff up a little bit, Agreed. and protecting these players a little bit, right? Agreed. Because otherwise, you're going to have Ron Artest going back in the stands and beating some people's asses who deserve it. And I will say this. Oh, it's going to pay me to say this. But in the same breath, Dolan got accosted by a fan. Yeah. And that was a total setup. And Dolan was right. It was a TMZ setup, and it still ended up on TMZ. But that was just a guy going after Dolan, 
to be like, I want to get on TV. Right. But and that's... Dolan's reaction was he he caught on right away. He was like, oh, yeah, you know what? How would you like to not come to any more games? Right. Which the comeback would be, that would be great because these <laughs> games suck. <laughs> and clearly the guy wasn't even a true fan because he didn't even have anything. He was just goading Dolan totally. to get on TMZ. Absolutely. And Dolan is a creepy fucking weird fuck. And his team does suck. But in this instance, it's similar to that Russell Westbrook thing. It was just a fan who had a pre-planned right, which, thing. which is which is becoming a thing too now. I think yeah. fans are, are pre uh, whatever coming what up with these ideas, just getting drunk and fucking screaming, just yelling stuff. Yeah, yeah, oh, I got to get it on video now. Yeah. That'll become an internet sensation. Yeah. The, I, the one thing, and I'm never going to stick up for James Dolan at all and stuff. But the one thing that then he that like two days later he goes on Michael K show. And then tries to say, like, oh, no, I wasn't going to ban him, even though you said you were going to ban yeah, him. Right in the moment. And then he says, well, we decided to ban him because he, he like, he, this was premeditated, this whole thing. We found out this was premeditated. Bull fucking no, shit, I think dude. I think Dolan knew it was premeditated because I think he sees that shit all the time. The guy get it's not the first time a fan's fucking shitted on him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, like, the, to try to pretend, like, and then he was going to be like, oh, we were going to bring him actually in and, like, meet the team and, like, show that's him. That's horseshit. Yeah, this whole, like, the guy's yeah. such a fucking liar. I, I can't know. stand that guy. He thinks he's so smart and clever with all this stuff. But the fact that he goes on, on this radio station and the exact same day, hours later, go, uh, Brown gets, um, uh, uh, or OBJ gets traded and yeah. Le'Veon Bell signs with the Jets. Yeah. He's such a lucky motherfucker that he got overshadowed I with know. this bullshit. I know. For the it's other true. New York news and stuff, I'm like, oh my god! I, it almost makes me think he, that was premeditated for him to do that. Because one, <laughs> think about it for a second, right? I know conspiracy theories here, but think about this: he can't catch wind that oh, that that the the Jets gave Bell an ultimatum to sign by like within a day or two, right? Okay. So, and then him being an owner and being probably close to other owners around in other sports, and especially in New York, that. He can't catch wind that like Odell Beckham Jr. is going to get traded, and that Brown's pretty much only or Bell's only option is to sign with the Jets. And then he d- agrees to go on the radio with Michael Kay, who is a good friend of his. Like within a day of this happening, who never he never does radio interviews. Yeah. So you think he was trying to keep his name up there? I, no, I think he was trying to get to hide. No, no, he was trying to act like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'll come out, be up front and out with this, knowing he'll get overshadowed by other okay. bigger stories. Okay. So the, he was because he's hiding. that fucking sneaky love a little bitch. See, I think he was just such a terrible owner that he was like, he knew all that was going to happen. He was like, oh, I'm an owner here too, and here's my story. Yeah, but you have to know you're that. Um, yeah, he's that dumb. Well, he's you know that what? That he is that dumb where he thinks that that'll be the big story yeah. and it gets overshadowed. Yeah. Though, yeah, okay, fine, but it still ties into my theory. It's 100 yeah, yeah, yeah. your theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just don't think he's that. Smart. No, he's ter- no, he's not smart. I, you're he's giving smart. him too much of a smart credit. I'm just making. Mm, it. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Exactly. Uh, okay. All right, Chris. All right. We got to get out of here soon. Okay. Do we want to? We haven't picked games. Oh, NBA let's pick games. a game. Let's pick a game. Right? Let's pick games tonight. Okay. We haven't done this in a while. We, no, we, we keep forgetting haven't. about this. We do, and this is a great way to you, end the show. You got? Yeah, you got. You got lines. Uh, I'm gonna pull them up. I got some terrible lines here, so let's go with yours. Okay. Well, d- just. Because you can bet on being them. very slow, though. No, that's so. okay. We can, we can stretch this out a little bit. Oh, lucky lucky listeners! <laughs> uh, NBA tonight. You ready? Here we yeah, go. Here's some lines. It. Let's go for it. So uh, we've got Cleveland at Orlando. Okay. Cleveland's getting seven and a half. Okay. We've got OKC at Indiana. OKC's getting a point and a half. Okay. We've got the Sacramento fa- falling fast Kings mm-hmm. in Boston getting eight points. Okay. I know it feels good, right? Mm. You've got the Lakers in Toronto getting yeah. ten and a half. Okay. You've got Minnesota in Utah 
getting eight and a half, stay away from that game. <laughs> you've got, and finally, to wrap it up, you've got the, the Mavs in Denver getting 11 and a half. These are terrible games oh, to bet man. on. man. Okay, so you said stay away from Minnesota-Utah. Well, Minnesota's a terrible road team. Yeah, okay. And, and Utah's, Utah's coming off a of back-to-back, so I think they'll play down to, yeah, the, to right. the T-Wolves, but there's just no way to predict that one smartly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Lakers-Toronto... Lakers, do they even have a team anymore? Well, They're not so, playing anybody. So the Lakers played the, Lakers played the Bulls the other night. Yeah, and played, beat them. And beat them. And, and, and I think that what, what I was... Because I had put money on that game, stupidly... <laughs> And because I just thought that the Bulls, Bulls would cover. yeah crush it yeah, uh, and I forgot like Rondo and LeBron are still great players. Sure. So, but is LeBron really playing much? He's playing enough. Okay. So now, if, if Toronto but, but, doesn't but, have Kawhi, but against, but against but against the Bulls, right, right, right totally. So will will LeBron show face in Toronto? Maybe I, I don't know if he will. But then, it, but is Toronto going to play Kawhi? Or are they going to sit him in the, against? This seems like a shitty team, like a perfect time to sit Kawhi, I guess, because they've been doing that for the season. So unless to, Ka, Kawhi, if Kawhi's playing, I'll I'll take Toronto and give up the and points. Ten and a half. Yeah, I would. But if he's not, so this is a game I'll probably stay away from. Okay. Sacramento plus eight in Boston. I don't know what's going on. I don't know either. Boston's so hot and cold that like maybe Sacramento could could pull this one or like, I mean, cover fucking, this one. It, I don't know if they'll win. Uh, I this feels like a Celtics it, win. To right. Me. Okay, fine. Cleveland and Orlando. Um you've just been talking up Cleveland, Orlando's like Orlando's on the cusp though. They're still trying to make the play. Right, they are, but then like Cleveland's been hanging around everybody, so how many points are they getting? They're getting seven and a half. That seems like a lot of points. To, I agree. Right. That one feels good to me. Okay. Oklahoma City one and a half in Indiana. Like I never know what fucking Indiana team you're gonna get. And I don't know what Oklahoma City team you're gonna get, kind of too, right? That's what I mean. Like these late season games are really hard to pick. Yeah. Dallas, Denver. Fuck. Stay away from Dallas, dude. They're a terrible team to gamble what's, on. What's Denver? Uh, what's the point spread on that one? It's ten and it's eleven and a half. Eleven and so, a half. So, this is a money line pick. What I would do on the, in this situation is just money line pick yourself okay. into fucking into like three team parlay into some decent odds. Okay. So I would take you. You know the Mavericks are going to lose. Book it. Okay. You know Minnesota's going to lose. Book it. And you probably know the Kings are going to lose. Book it and parlay those three t- those three losses. Okay, now, you might get some like fairly reasonable odds if you did all that. Fine. I uh, it's I know it's ugly, right? Yeah, it's not. But a great... I really don't know how else you fucking bet this season. So if you parlay those three teams, you get you still get minus one thirteen. It's just it's not, not good, good enough. It's, it's not, not enough. worth no, it. No, no, no. So to me, the I I like the Cavs and I like the Lakers to cover. That's th- those are those are the two games. Yeah. All right. That I feel mediocre strong about. If Kawhi, yeah, all right, all right, fair enough. I mean, yeah, I could see, I could see the Lakers covering potentially. Um, I'll take, I'll go with Cleveland, Cleveland with you on that one okay. to cover. Um, and if I had to pick one other one, I'll just say Denver. Like, even that's eleven and a half. I think Denver covers just because they're at home. They're still playing for uh, a high seed. I think they crush Dallas. I think Dallas lets them crush him. Okay, that's fair. All I right. like that. But still, again, it's not really worth betting on. It's not. So we could do a three-team parlay. This is plus 600. With the Nuggets to cover, Lakers to Lakers plus 10.5, and, and Cleveland plus 7.5. $10 returns 70 bucks. Okay. It's not terrible. Yeah, why not? You, you'll take the Lakers out of that. 
Still got decent odds. We could you could throw the Lakers in if if Kawhi's not playing. That's my okay. only thing. So you know, find out later today or something, and and, and okay. comes if yeah. So that's what I think. I think sports fans, we're gonna go with a three. If Kawhi's team. in there, they crush the Lakers. Okay, yeah. let's just stay away from it then. Okay, just go with those two. Right, I fine. like. I like. If you're gonna pick. bet it now. Fine. So you're betting it now. Let's go Cleveland to cover. All right. And you can uh, also hedge later with the, with your three team Lakers. Then I might do it. Yeah, I might um, do that hedge. Uh, you ready to get out of here? Yeah, let's do All it. All right, fans, thanks for sticking with the Soy Boys. Bye bye.